0: Today's Digging Deeper podcast is brought to you by MSA, the Safety Company. This is Becky Schultz, and I'm speaking with Dennis Capizzi with MSA, the Safety Company, about advances in head protection in the construction industry. Thank you, Dennis, for joining me.
1: Ah, Thank you for having me, Becky.
0: Now, my understanding is the hard hat celebrated its 100th anniversary in 2019. In your view, can you talk about some of the most significant advancements that have taken place in head protection, um, particularly in more recent years?
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you look over the years of, uh, you know, where it started, the materials that they used with treated textiles to metals now going into composites, uh, there's been a a ton of advancements in the the head protection world as it stands today. Uh, There's been standards that have been put in place to help drive safety, and that's it's not just on the manufacturing side for those standards, but it also works on the workforce side uh, through agencies like NIOSH and ANSI, CSA, OSHA. Uh, and then when you look at where we stand today, the focus has shifted from just a simple a hard hat is a hard hat to the wear, uh, you know, the user of the the hard hat and what you know, applications are they in? What dangers are they going up against? We're focusing on things like comfort uh, through suspension, balance, and weight. Uh, We've created hard hats to specific applications, whether you look at mining or higher temperatures, confined space, uh, rescue, safety at heights is a a newer one that we're throwing around here. Uh, And then customization options, where we're starting with logos and shell colors and, and striping. But today, if you look at it, we're starting to see things that, you know, wrap the complete helmet or add graphics to the helmet that allow a user or wearer to select a helmet that really fits their individual style. Uh, so everything from, you know, how we make the helmet to, you know, keeping it looking cool, if you will, uh, has absolutely advanced through the years.
0: Okay. That's very interesting. Uh, what do you see as potential evolutions going forward with the head protection um, sector for uh, the construction industry Uh, and what do you see as driving changes there are there standards in place that are are driving those changes or do you do you see an industry need or is it both
1: yeah I think it's a little bit of both if you look at standards they're evaluated constantly Um, their changes are made on a basis Uh, in many times and adjusted every five years, uh, and they're normally driven through a safety concern that's seen in the industry. So if it's brought to uh, the agency as a concern, the agencies will review them with a team uh, and make adjustments as needed to any of the standards. Now, on the other side of that, when you talk to industry needs, Jobs are changing constantly, applications, environments, uh, workforce demographics, uh, and PPE designed to protect that worker needs to adjust sometimes as well. Uh, New challenges are faced in the workforce every day, uh, and we're constantly looking for ways to meet those needs as both PPE and and then finally talking as, as PPE and technology continue to advance. Uh, it wouldn't be a far cry to imagine the, the head protection world being, beginning to integrate with the technology side uh, into the shell or the suspension. In fact, uh, we've seen a few instances of that already from RFID to cellular connection. So I, I absolutely see the head protection world continuing to evolve and change as uh, demands and needs in the market change as well.
0: So technology really could play a factor in, in changes in design for head protection.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's, uh, that's a far cry to
0: imagine. Okay, very interesting. So the MSA, the safety company, has a, kind of a unique safety helmet available that – is a little outside of what we would consider the traditional construction hard hat um, can you talk a little about that design and how it came about and maybe some of the advantages that it can offer in construction job sites
1: Yeah, yeah, great question. So as I said before, we've seen changes over the years and industries have shifted and jobs demands have changed with these changes, the workforce faces new challenges right so as PPE manufacturers see those changes, or our customers bring the, the, you know, these changes uh, to us. You have to find ways to meet those new demands of this ever-evolving workforce, right? Whether it be through function, design, style, or a mixture of the three, as I was speaking to before, uh, climbing style helmets are a perfect example of that. Uh, though there are though there are helmets on the market today that can meet the need with adjustments or accessories the climbing style helmet is specifically designed for a specialized workforce it's low profile brimless design allows for a larger view wider range of motion uh, they offer varying suspensions depending on the manufacturer that can add to the comfort and balance of the hard hat for example some utilize a web suspension to add separation between the user's head and the foam liner, allowing for airflow to aid against heat stress and warmer, higher humidity climates. Uh, Some offer venting, which amplifies that airflow. Uh, Some have a pivoting nape strap that not only provide comfort, secure fit, it allows the helmet to move with the user as they do their job. Again, increasing that range of motion and comfort uh, Many allow for accessories to be added to provide, you know, a full solution uh, above the neck. So, from full face to half visors, hearing protection, lighting options, uh, et cetera. This allows for the user to uh, configure the heart to meet that specific need that we were talking to. Um, So, a lot of people ask me, you know, where are these helmets being used most or where should – what were they designed for? Uh, we'll see, I believe these helmets were designed specifically for safety at heights, confined space, rescue, uh, to name a few. So where, where the, the features of the helmet best suit those applications. Uh, however, in the industrial market, and many of the first responder markets, I believed there to be a number of other applications for the, using, the use of climbing helmets, uh, construction obviously being one of those really depends on the, the user's task. What are they seeing? What are they doing? Uh, what standards do they need to follow? For instance, uh, if the user requires a specific set of standards, they should confirm that the helmet meets all of those standards, ANSI, CSA, EN, et cetera. Uh, some helmets on the market today have a huge variety of configurations. And that configuration may only allow the helmet to meet one or maybe two of those standards. So if they're looking at a a certain helmet configuration and they land with a a certain type, they want to make sure that that helmet meets their local standard requirements.
0: That's a very good point, Dennis. And are there other things that that, um, construction firms, as they're looking to update the helmets that are available for their workers, are there other things they should be looking for?
1: Yeah, so I mentioned venting. Uh, Venting's a big one, especially in the construction market. A lot of our guys are are working in hot, humid conditions, and you're concerned about uh, heat stress. So making sure that there is separation between the user's head uh, and those vents allow for airflow, increased comfort, but reduces that heat stress somewhat. Um, But when you're looking at those vents, Uh, A lot of construction companies, especially if you're looking at the large GCs, they'll have multiple applications across their their site, uh, some of which require Class E or an electrical rating uh, on the ANSI and CSA side, and vents really don't allow for that. If you have a vented helmet, uh, you have to make sure that uh, you're not seeing any electrical dangers. Uh, Two reasons for that. One, the way the helmet's tested is you'll flip it upside down, fill it with water, and run a current through it. So if... You know there there's vents in it. You can't really test, but the more important one is there there's openings in that helmet that could allow for uh, live wires to make their way through or current to find their way through to the user. So that's another big one. When you're talking to standards, you want to understand the application uh, and then the the dangers associated with that application and then the standards like I said before, have been uh, put together to help protect the user uh, and how we develop helmets to meet that specific need, Classy being a perfect example of that.
0: Okay. Is there anything that contractors should be aware of in terms of fit of helmets or any other customization that might be needed?
1: Yeah, you're going to always want to make sure that when you put on the helmet, it fits the user properly. You don't want to have it too big or too small. Uh, Most Helmet suspensions uh, can adjust, the, the H1 adjusts with a ratchet suspension. It has a pivoted uh, nape strap, so it can find the base of the, the skull really easily. But some, uh, some helmets only open up so wide or go so small, so you want to make sure that the, uh, the helmet size fits the user's head properly to provide the, uh, the protection that the helmet was designed to provide.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Now, and then when
1: you're talking to accessories, that's another big one we, we should talk to as well. Um, on the ANSI side, uh, not the CSA yet or, or EN that I believe, on the anti side, a requirement has been set in place that any accessory being attached to the helmet must be tested as a system. So. When you're going through the ANSI testing, if, if you're putting an accessory on the helmet, you have to put that accessory on and have it go through the entire testing procedure. Really? This ensures that having that accessory won't impede the performance of that helmet. So that's a big one, making sure that it's been tested. So you, you often want to make sure that you're, you're pairing up uh, manufacturer's accessories with manufacturer helmets.
0: I think that's a, a really good point that people may not be fully aware of. So uh, uh, thank you for bringing that up. Sure. Clearly, there's a lot more to selecting a helmet for a, or a hard hat for your, your construction workforce than most people might imagine. Is there anything else that you'd like to share about that process or anything more about the products that MSA, the safety company, offers?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, to understand what products you might need or what type of helmet you're looking at or accessories that you might need, I would always recommend a site walk or a safety evaluation. You know, many manufacturing, manufacturers, including MSA uh, and distributors, are happy to assist with that as well. We can, we can walk the site with you and make sure that, you know, we're point, pointing out things where need be. Uh, the, the user, or the, the GC, or the site manager really needs to understand their applications and all of their workers' applications. Most often, companies have a number of workers who face a wide variety of dangers. As I mentioned before, uh, these workers might require specific head protection that has been designed to provide added protection against these dangers, uh, whether it be electrical, chemical, confined space, lateral impact. Uh, That's one that we didn't touch here, uh, but lateral impact would require a type 2 helmet, meaning that uh, there's a danger of being impacted from the front, back, or sides of the helmet. So that's a a big one to consider as well. Uh, And once you understand all of the dangers, once the company understands the hazards, they can develop a safety program that includes head protection. Obviously, that's one component of the overall safety program. Uh, The head protection conversation will need to expand beyond that. So, you know, beyond just a simple hard hat, you're going to want to consider things like hearing protection, face protection, eye, et cetera. Uh, Providing a, a complete solution is really going to help protect the worker from the dangers they may face, and that's the ultimate goal, right?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Dennis. I think you've shared some great points, some great insights into what people need to know when they're selecting um, safety equipment for their workers. And I appreciate you you taking the time to do that.
1: Yeah, Becky, I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity today. Uh, and thank you again.
0: And if anyone needs more information, is there a way that they can reach out um, to get that information from your company?
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd highly recommend you can visit our website at msasafety.com. Uh, it'll have all the contact information for your local channel partners, as well as every piece of product knowledge, uh, or excuse me, product information they might need.
0: Great. Thank you again, Dennis.
1: Thank you, Becky. Have a great day and stay safe. You too. What separates the new MSA V-Guard H1 safety helmet from every other work-at-heights option is more than 100 years of safety experience. The H1 human centered design was inspired, tested, and refined in the most challenging, most rigorous conditions with the most critical audience. The new V-Guard H1 safety helmet from MSA, you deserve a helmet from a company as dedicated to safety as you are to getting the job done.